what's up guys welcome to the first ever episode of sports tracker your go-to podcast for all things sports i'm your host james and in this episode i dive into some nba playoff action and nba talk with special guest pops and my co-host chase philadelphia is up 3-1 on brooklyn i think brooklyn stole that game and it was a great win for them but i think philadelphia was the favorite anyways coming out of here but I think this shows more towards Brooklyn's rebuild is kind of boosted on schedule. Yeah, really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yes, they they're they're ahead of where that we thought they would be at this point. You know, we thought they'd finish the season, not make the playoffs, be higher up and closer to the the lottery. Well, now they're not. Now they're in the the middle, but they also have gelling of their talent. Yeah, they is, have a, they have a lot of young talent. I mean, I think I think what really boosted him is adding D'Angelo Russell to the roster. Mm-hmm. He's he's the vocal leader of the team. He's the the leading scorer. But then. Uh, Dude with the big fro and the headband. What's uh, his name? I think it's Allen. Allen. He's really impressed me, too. I think he's somebody to build on as well. Um, they just Once again, they're just a gritty basketball team, I think. They play with a lot of intensity. They remind me of the Clippers. That kind of blue collar, just they, yeah. they're they just going to go work. Face, yeah, you yeah. really, really mm-hmm. mad to play them. And yeah. that's what happened with Philadelphia. They, this whole series has been one of the more chippy, yeah. chippy series of the whole <laughs> Jared the whole Dudley's get beat up in Philly. <laughs> they're all saying He's going to get beat up tonight in Philly. <laughs> Not even by the players. All the fans are going to get on. Yeah, he's going to get beat up. Because look, it's Philly. They don't Their care. Their fans are insane. They don't care. No, not at all. <laughs> I think Philadelphia takes this one. The game's at Philadelphia. I agree. I think they bring it home and take it yeah. home. Even and they've, though I wouldn't be mad if Brooklyn won. Oh, I think <laughs> I it'd be awesome. Just, we yeah. see some more Philly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Philly and Brooklyn. That's a, I think it's a lot of, that's a really fun series to watch. Yeah, for sure. And it's just that proximity. Like, you're like, you know each other, you yeah. know? You're like, really close together. Uh-huh. Like, there's no running away. Um, I do love, I love the way that Philly plays, though, and the way they, like, you can tell they all get, get along. Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler and Joel Embiid in that last press conference were making jokes about yeah about Dudley and then about not wanting to blow a three one lead like the Warriors like that's, <laughs> that, that's yeah. hilarious and, but that's that the thing about the NBA though. though I, I mean it yeah, could because you've know. seen guys say stuff before yeah. you know I don't know I think it's fun though but I think Philadelphia's talking about the big man stuff Philadelphia I think is a team that kind of brought that back I mean I think I think of Philadelphia just with. Joel Embiid's style and how big he is. Yeah, and he plays like an aggressive big man. An aggressive big man. Whereas, like, I mean, you could say Detroit, but Andre Drummond is a rebounder. Like, he's not really. Mm, he stepped up this year though, and he scored a lot of points. Him and Blake split the scoring title on that team. But I still, I still think he's. But I think Embiid is more of a complete. Oh, one hundred big man like that, and yes. that's why I think is that style has brought back Embiid's in the best Philly. big man in basketball. I mean, there's mm-hmm. undeniably he's he's the best there is right now. So. To try to compare him to like Blake or to Drummond, they play different games, but mm-hmm, it's clear mm-hmm. that Embiid's superior in skill. Right. Um, but I think I look at I look at the Pistons kind of bringing that style back because they mm-hmm. did go out rather than getting an All Star guard, they got Blake Griffin, who now is kind of adapting his game to play kind of like a guard. He's like yeah, a swingman he's a he's kind of scary when you see him play because he can dribble the ball now, mm-hmm. he can shoot he a, a mid range and a and a three. He used to be a liability at jump shot like. Oh, you did Ben Simmons bad. Yeah. Ben Simmons bad, you know? <laughs> but he's actually developed his game to to help his style whereas before he was just a dunker. We've talked about before too where like yeah. he's reduced his dunks by almost half. Yep. Like he's stopped doing that. He's like it's not longevity. Do you think Ben Simmons jump shot will ever be fixed? A legitimate <sighs> question. Legitimately? I feel like it's almost like a Markel Fultz thing. Like I almost feel like it's mental as much as it is that he can't shoot. 
Because I think he could get a coach over the summer and and find a jump shot. But I think it's also like a mental block of like, you know, I I don't have a jump shot. Everyone says I don't have a jump shot. Like, (laughs) yeah, I think he handles it better than Markel Fultz did though. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Weird free throw thing that messed him all up. Oh yeah. Simmons seems to just like scoff it off and then go and play. He plays his game, and not everyone in the league should be a jump shooter. Yeah, but if you're I mean, Ben Simmons, I think you have to have a jump shot. He's six nine or six ten. Why? <laughs> you have to, cause and we. T- I think I brought it up last time. If not, I'm about to bring it up right now. Cause with him not jump shooting, it messes up the whole rotation of the offense. We did talk about that. Because yeah. without a jump shot, and you see people do it all the time. I think LeBron started it. We're like, okay, I'm guarding Ben Simmons. I can start in the paint because you're not going to be able to, you can't shoot. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So he drives, but that forces Joel Embiid to rotate up. And now Joel Embiid is taking threes when mm-hmm. he should be posted on whoever. So I think he has to have a jump shot to make that offense run smoother. I mean, they make they make it work because they both are stars. Yeah. But if he could ju- if he could have a jump shot, it'd be. Yeah. They'd be like an unfair team. Yeah. They'd be really good. Yeah. That makes sense. I forgot we even talked about that, honestly. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember if we brought it up or not, but. Boston sweeps Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kyrie Irving for being the best offensive playmaker. I called him that on accident one one <laughs> podcast, but now it's like almost holding true. Kind of since we said it, it's kind of it's kind of yeah, solidified. Um, he's been playing some explosive basketball. Um, he's clearly the best player on his team, the best scorer on his team. Without him. Definitely not as high of a seed as they are. Let I was alone saying, if I was they're saying, in it. I was without them, they're very similar to Indiana. Like they're oh, not, yeah. you know, that impressive without Kyrie. So when he leaves next year, it's really gonna hurt him. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it I'm all saying. goes back to your top 16. They wouldn't have made it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, if you mm-hmm. went into a seating yeah. like that, Indiana wouldn't have been there mm-hmm. without Kyrie Irving. They yeah. wouldn't be there. Right. Definitely. Um, but yeah, Kyrie's explosive. Oladipo is definitely the difference. Uh, yeah, I said, would, would it? How different? Because I think Boston still probably would have won. But would it be extremely different with Oladipo if he was playing? I think so. I think it'd have been Indiana would have won one or two games at least. I think, maybe if not taking the series. I think they would have competed a little bit better, but still, I think. You still think Boston just takes it? Just Boston still takes it, but I think we would have seen better basketball. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I agree with that. Because, I, I mean, I think Oladipo is just so important to that team that without them, they get swept. I think they at least take – I think if Oladipo's there, go seven. That's how, that's seven. how that's how good I think Oladipo is for that team that I think it would go seven. Okay. Right. I was going to say five, but – Yeah. I'll split the middle and go six. <laughs> <laughs> Golden State up 3-1 on the Clippers. Didn't write anything because it's, it's Golden State. Surprise. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Clippers stole the game that they weren't supposed Blue to, game, you know. Yeah. Whatever. The series should be over. It should be. It's about to be. Yeah. Uh, Denver's tied 2-2 with San Antonio. I think this is one of the craziest series I in the playoffs. I didn't see this coming. I figured uh, Denver would have handled San Antonio pretty easily. That's what I thought was coming out of the box, but, you know. San Antonio, scrappy, gritty team down there. They're really well coached. And with team. a bunch yeah. of experience. Yeah. Like, I think that's at the end of the day, like, even though if they don't have the best team or the yeah. biggest star or whatever, like, they just have so much playoff experience that I think that's the only reason they're in right now. Yeah, they have Father Time as their coach. So he's, he's been around <laughs> the block a few times. Um, it's his extensive press conferences and, and, and quips <laughs> yeah. to, the, to the press that he gives out that really put him <laughs> over the top. But I do I 
I honestly haven't got to watch many of the games in this series. Um, Most of them have been like at least this one that's on, on NBA TV. Yeah, NBA TV. Like they're not even on the big networks. That sucks because it's been like the best series in the right, whole, right. whole playoffs so far. Um, I, I, I I see Denver taking the series though. Yeah. Um, Do you think that this changes their? Projectory after this, like, does this harden them up and like, oh, like a wake up call? Oh, it has to. You if know, it doesn't then they're gonna or is get it, knocked or, out next round? Yeah, or is mm-hmm. it a stumbling block and now they're just waiting to get knocked out next round? I think if they have to take this as an awakening call, I mean, they're young. They have probably the second best big man in the league in Jokic. Jamal Murray's. Improved. He's rising. He's rising. Yeah, he's, he's rising. rising. Um, even if it is a stumbling block for them, they're young. They're going to learn from it. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like an end all thing. It mm-hmm. takes. It takes a team a couple of years to really get the hang of playing in the playoffs together. Yeah, and playing solid basketball when it matters. I guess. That's what I'm yeah. Say. Yeah, and I think it is just comes down to them being young. They do have stars, but none of them have the experience. The experience. But I think I'd like to see Denver take it. But honestly, right now, I could see San Antonio taking it. Like, I, I think, can see upset. I think San Antonio would play every team that would be remaining in the West well. Yeah. Um, they're a team that pl- – I thought I saw somebody in the door, and that just freaked me out. But there's nobody there. <laughs> um, they play really well. They play hard. They're going to play everybody hard. And they play good defense is, I think, what really – what's the big difference. They have nobody that's, like, super selfish and me, me, me. It's more of a team, team-oriented team game of basketball. And, and that's again, the- it goes back to Popovich. Uh-huh. I mean, he's the one that's uh-huh. seen these same schemes throughout the West. He's played these franchises. He knows what they're bringing, what the coaches in that coaching tree that came off of him oftentimes. So – they're not surprising him, so he coaches them to play good defense. You yeah. know, they may not have the great offense, but we'll shut down their their key offensive yeah, players. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, they weren't they won't score a hundred, you know, but we don't have to either, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. we can hold them to you know eighty five. Yeah. you know, so I think that is what they kind of rely on. And we were talking the other day too. It's so weird to even see Kawhi in Toronto, and I forget DeRozan <laughs> is in yeah. San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's playing good basketball. Mm-hmm. They're a team that just flies under the radar. They're mm-hmm. in San Antonio, Texas. They're not in Houston. Mm-hmm. They're not in L.A. They're not in whatever. Mm-hmm. But they they just always play good basketball, and they're quiet about it. And yeah. I think that's why I, I, I kind of like the Spurs. I mean, mm-hmm. I have since Timmy D was there. I, mean, I just think it's like you, not like you can't. Duncan? I think it's you can't not like San Antonio. They yeah, play yeah. the game right. Like, you can't yeah, and you not like it. You anything bad. Yeah. They just yeah. play basketball. None of those words like we had earlier about Nickelhead and what's yeah. Yeah. he up to yeah. next. Mm-hmm. I, Knock on wood, because I probably just jinxed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're I know, we got the Jinx brothers over here. <laughs> I forgot about knockers. that. Uh, we talked Portland. Oh, before we move Denver. The game is at Denver. Who takes it? Tonight. I'm going Denver. Denver. I'll go Denver. I think they, I mean, they just won the last one. Jokic just uh, dropped a double-double. Um, I just had a special. I couldn't figure out how to, how to do it for him. Um, we already talked about Portland, OKC, Houston up three one on the Jazz. No surprise there either. I don't think I want to say it is, but then again, if you look at the se- regular season, it's not. <coughs> Just from the last season, Jazz haven't really been the same. The same team. I think it goes to the fact that they figured out Donovan Mitchell. Like Donovan Mitchell came in and it was that rookie surprise, but yeah. now people know how to play him and they don't have enough star power. Rudy Gobert is amazing. Yeah, I mean he is an amazing player. I mean Joe Ingles can. Can get it done too, Crowder but he's not. Up every once in a yeah, while. but it's just it's not. Ricky Rubio's fine. It's not enough to beat Houston. No, Houston has too much star power, too mm-hmm. much, too many good shooters on the court. Yes. At, yeah, every, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and arguably the best step back jump shooter of all time. I don't even think it's arguable. No, dude, I don't think it's, it's arguable. It's it automatic is. whenever he steps back. 
If he doesn't travel. I knew he was going to bring up a travel. But it's not a travel. I did talk to Luke you about it. You did talk to Luke? Yeah. And it's something to do with his gather foot. That's it's what like I read, too. Okay. It's his gather foot. So watch not, more it's closely. Not, <laughs> it's not a travel. It looks like one. Even Luca adopted it, too, though. So Luca was using it, too. Who, his, and he has just... His isn't his is more long, so it looks even more like a travel. It's Harden's a, is a Harden's is almost a quick step. Quick, but yeah, Luca gets a lot more space on his, so he can step back some crazy distance yeah. <laughs> and just let it fly. Uh, I've also been impressed with how deep Lillard has been shooting the ball from. He's been pulling up literally from like a step over half court. Logo line. Lillard. Yeah, that's Logo insane. Lillard. Cross half court. I'm open. They were. I'm in range. Insane. Did you watch any of the game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the stat they put up about like from twenty seven feet or longer, he's like twelve for sixteen? Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. <Yeah. laughs> he's like over half court, he's in range. <laughs> it's changing defenses. They gotta pick him up at half court now. Yeah. It's just like when Steph started hitting all those shots, everybody's picking him up. Yep. They're just face guarding him the whole way down the court because they're like, he can literally well, shoot from anywhere. Well, and what happened was when when he got in the ball. Because that's why, I mean, the, you give him the ball immediately and it's already in his hands. Yeah. So that's how you have to do it first. But then once he got over half court, he's getting doubled. But it's Damian Lillard, so he's fine in the open. Like, yeah, then, you're playing, then you're playing four on three, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that is also what helped us get that win last night is they doubled because they had to, but the doubling also opens up, you know, weakness too. Yeah. And it was the first time that we saw that bench that surprises us out of Portland that. You know, Dame and CJ were doubled and shut down a little bit in the first quarter, mm-hmm. but they distributed the ball to others that, that put it in sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Layups I, were a burden for oh both my teams. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times Mo Harkless was in there at three feet and was, I'm like, put it in the basket. I'm like, what are you doing? It's amazing how sometimes the pros miss like the simplest of tasks. So. Oh, turn around, turn around, baby hook from five feet. And they just completely <laughs> miss. It. It's like, what do you, what do you? But then they'll step back at twenty-seven and make yeah, it. Yeah, like it. that doesn't even make sense. I'm like, what are you doing? But I'm like, I can't do that, so it's fine. That's all for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to come back next week for more Sports Tracker.